Do you have any test operations restricted area 2508? There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac 1-1 and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight, our Christmas show. And we're going to have a real gang here tonight. But first, let me introduce you to the prime members of the Posse Girls. Girls, get ready. Sit yourself down. Get your fan. Get your big box of Kleenex, your big box of wipes. You squeegee in your loo because uh, the Refemes 101 is here. Hello, everybody. Hello, girls. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a fun one tonight, I'm sure. I can feel it in my bones. From across the puddle. That's right. What's going on From over the there? snowy uh, wilderness here in the UK. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you, what do you, what do you, what do you eat for dinner? I mean, well, the girls are over there. Are they into English cooking now? Are you eating a lot of steak and Not really. mutton? I mean, they, and... they, they do some of it, but, uh, Every Tuesday night, this awesome fish and chips truck comes by, and um, cool. we like to do that. I, I never ate so much fish and chips in my life. Yeah. I really like it, actually. I like fish and chips. I like it. Yeah. The chips will kill you. That's where it comes from, me. but I like it. Wow, cool. Okay. So anyway, moving on in that Christmas show. No Coco tonight. Still live saving the Hawaiian Islands, but he's going to be joining us uh, uh, very soon in the new year. Uh, but... Uh, down there in uh, Go to Hell, West Virginia, as our national <laughs> correspondent, he just dropped that. No, fainted. <laughs> Switchblade Steve Watts, which I'm actually just a little bit west of where the hell West Virginia. Oh, really? Uh, You're west of that? Great, okay. Great to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How's things down there in uh, Mothmanville? With a shit. Beyond wonderful. Why don't you petition? This is your publicity, man. Why don't you petition whoever? To change the name of the town to Mothmanville. I, I will give it all the consideration. <laughs> okay, well, I'll yeah. <laughs> Five-second pause then. Switchy is here. Okay, also with us is our security chief, um, Willie Club. I forget his name. Do you yeah, know? no, no, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I, I, wanna, I, I was about to say where you live, and then I figured, no, better not do that. So in the greater yeah, Boston okay. area, greater Boston area. Uh, it's great to be here, Mac. Oh. Merry Christmas to all. Yep. Hey, thank you. Merry Christmas this is, this to you, is too. This really, yeah. you know, my favorite time of the year next to Halloween, I'll tell you. Really? Yeah? Yep. yeah. Is, is that a nutcracker behind you? What is that figure behind you there? That's my elf up here. <laughs> yes, right, yeah. Yeah, he's my buddy. That's really? Elf. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did a it's, TV. Uh, Mac uh, Jones, the elf. movie about him. Yes, know? right, yeah. I mean, I don't want to bring this up, but is he, your elf, just like uh, Prince Andrew has his teddy bears, that type of thing? Well, you know, it's, uh, I really don't want to get into it right okay, now. Yeah, I understand. It is Christmas. <laughs> yes. Waving his vomit. Uh, also okay. with us is our favorite good witch up there in Sideways Now. Raven is with Raven. How are you tonight, Raven? 
Hello, my friends. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. When you first came on, we all thought you looked like a kabuki doll. I thought you said something else that I can't repeat on well, air. Right. Well, well, what else could it be? Good, you have to feel it. Wow. Exactly. Huh. Also in the I'm studio not sure with us. I not Kabuki doll is, but I think I, mean, I I'm not either. I, I'm clueless. Maybe I'm saying the Oh, I know what word you thought with, I saw. Okay, <laughs> wow. We can have some illustrations yeah. or something. Now like it that. just came to me. Okay. Wow, yeah. Similar sounding word. In the studio with us tonight is uh, Uncle Al, the kitty's pal, Al Ronaldo. Hey, Max. Hello, everyone. You will follow mechanic. How are we doing, kids? Yeah. Uh, everything. Good. Yeah. How's things uh, on the island, Al? Um, you know, it's winter. It's uh, it's not not nice. Yeah, it's windy. Yeah. It's cold. And uh, I hate winter. I hate winter. I've hated it all my life. You know what I did? Uh, <laughs> you know what I did the other day? I built a an owl box, right. a birdhouse for an owl. You know how big those mm -hmm. things are. Holy mackerel. I went online. I looked yeah. up, you know, barred owl yes. house plans. Yes. The thing is mm -hmm. two feet tall and about a foot square because there's this barred owl hanging out in my backyard. Mm -hmm. So I built the box out of lumber I had kicking around the house. I went out and I, you know, had to be at least 15 feet off the ground and all this stuff. So I right. go out there with a ladder and I'm up on a ladder with a battery powered drill, <laughs> a battery powered impact gun yes. and a four foot like box. And I'm trying to put it up into the crutch of a tree, yes. 15 feet in the air, and I'm looking down going, you know, this could really end badly. There's <laughs> <laughs> 15 degrees out. Uh, I'd hear the scream. I see him doing these things. I look out my window, and I can see him walking around with ladders and hammers and so I just, like, close the blinds. I don't <laughs> want to get them all. Hey, yeah. Al? Turn up the gas <laughs> in the fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. Al, hopefully you're not building that near your beehives. No, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's in the back love, behind the garage. I love bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, these, this, this owl has been... Been there. We saw him last year. Yeah, yeah. He's always. And he around. comes and goes. I showed him to Mac one time. I had him and the missus come over, and he's fifteen feet behind the house in a tree. Yep. And he's looked right at you. He doesn't care. You yeah, know. He's. Yeah. And um, so my wife wants him to hang around. So she, she had me build this crazy box. And I'm telling you, the size of the opening. It's seven foot. Mm. Seven foot. I'm sorry. Seven inch square. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big hole in a, in a box. Hang on. Did you see your UFO at any time doing this? No. Okay. All right. Thanks for reporting. <laughs> you got to go back on track. <laughs> now, listen. I was going to say, speaking of owls, but that's not a good gazenta tonight because it's our Christmas show. A lot of people are calling in just to say hello. And the first guest staying for a brief amount of time is Lonely Larry. Lonely Larry. Let's give him a hand only because he will pop. Double owl. Because? What do you got on your uh, what, there's a there's a joke here. What do you got on your lap there? What are you what are you doing there? Keep your hands. You no, know, I'm feeling like Doctor Evil tonight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> my cat on my lap. you, Mr. Bond. Yeah, that's exactly what it, 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 it's. Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> L L. Wow. Okay. There you go. So uh, you've completely. I don't know what the word is. You've completely given up. Is that it? You've given up on your manhood. Is that the problem? Wow. Now? Huh? You get the oh, long, long ago. You know. You know how it is, Mac. How? I have no idea how it is. Thank God. Now I see you have your Christmas lights up there too. They've been up all year. Those lights are there. Those lights are there all year. Those are my. Those are my everyday Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are your mood lights. Santa Claus coming. Mood lights, because right? I'm always, Mac, I'm always in a Christmas mood. Okay. Peace on earth, Mac. goodwill mm -hmm. towards the red button. It's my mantra. <laughs> right. Back I'm... in the '60s, I used to have these twinkle lights. 
I could either make it twinkle or not make it twinkle around the the perimeter of the room, the ceiling, and then up and down the walls. Oh, just fun year round. Hmm. Wow, and it was really groovy when you're playing the Doors album or something and yes. uh, Pink Floyd. Yes, yeah, mm. the lights really make it happen. Well, Larry, I also have a small aluminum Christmas tree that uh, serves as a nightlight in my bedroom. <laughs> wow, all <laughs> wow. uh, 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 year round. Oh, cool, year yeah. round. Well, you I, bought are... it, I bought it seven years ago, and I never took it down. Wow, that's lazy, dude. I hate to say it, but that's the I word for it. I think it could be quite attractive here, Ron. I think it's a necessary component. Lazy, Larry. Do, do you have serenity in your life. Do you have presence underneath it all year round, or no? My, my presence is all the presence my tree needs. <laughs> yeah, present. What's the cat thing of the aluminum tree? Do you climb in it? The cat... The, um, the the cat lives downstairs, and uh, doesn't ever see the aluminum tree. She's uh, she's I, deprived. I can't I can't I can't watch him stroking the cat. I just can't do it. It's just bothering me <laughs> <Wow>. so much. <laughs> it's wow. just like yeah, move the camera up a little, will you please? Everybody get that cat and start stroking them. Don't oh, do it. Hey, oh, if, if, if I was home, I could bring you four, but stop, I don't. Stop. I'm not home. I don't live with cats anymore, so I don't have the five cats to deal with. Like uh, I did my cat place. is taking her her post dinner nap currently, so mm. she's not going to join me. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> Club, you should say something like, "It's curtains, Mr. Bond." Mm. Wow. Club, you don't have a cat, do you? Please say you don't have a cat. A cat? Yeah. No, I, I have to admit, I'm just like you. We don't have uh, good feelings for cats. Yes. In yes. fact, Thank we you. had an occasion. My wife at our other house, cat used to come to a back porch every night. Our deck and it used to pee on it mm. and it used to really you know you know it's like in the morning so one morning my wife finally said i'm going to deal with this so she get out there and the cat was sitting on the railing staring at her yes. my wife just out steered it after about 10 minutes the cat went nuts and it never came back again <laughs> yes never that's yep. how to deal with it yes yes I had. I a, think she might have stolen the cat's soul that's right yeah. well, she stared it down possible too. Yeah, that, took, yeah. its, took its mojo yeah that's another whole story. Well, I can tell you a very quickly cat, a quick, very quick cat story. Why I don't get along with cats. I think I've told this on the year before. Back in my college days, we were at a big New Year's Eve party, big, big New Year's Eve party. And uh, one of the, the only things I can remember from it is that they took the Cheech and Chung rolling paper that came with the album. that was about a foot long, and they rolled it. <laughs> what do we need to know, right? Oh, no. Yeah, so a lot of stuff going around this New Year's Eve, finally. I go back to my friend's house where I'm going to crash. Earlier, he and his wife had given me a kitten that, you know, lived with me for about four or five days. And I said, I can't take this cat. Take him back. So they adopted the kitten. Now it's like two months later. I haven't seen the cat in all this time. I go into my friend's house. I got his key. I open the door. There's the cat sitting in a beam of light coming in the window. And, baby, I'm seeing the pretty colors at this point, if you know what I mean. And the cat looks up at me. Walks over and pukes on my shoe, and then walks away. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And the guy, guy behind me, Mike McDonough, goes, Happy New Year. <laughs> well, that cat remembered you. Yeah, yeah. sure. I was, and it was waiting for me, you know, which was real. That was a love puke, by the way. Love puke? <laughs> Name for a yep. band. Probably a hairball. <laughs> Probably a hairball. So I should take it as a compliment. It could have been a dead mouse or something, right? Hey, you know, they, they do that too. You know, that's only if they like you. So, Lonely Larry, what's going on with you? Is uh, What's going on down the uh, down the veterans hall? 
I uh, haven't uh, haven't been over there in a couple of weeks, uh, but uh, they they always appreciate uh, your donations of uh, a Bud Light. The show and, gives us um, gives them a, a case of Bud Light every once in a while from the vets. And uh, still still no word on the uh, on the post commander coming back to uh, to do another guest appearance. Okay, we, we, did, did they find him? Did they locate him? Oh, he's around. I think he's. I, 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 he's old, and I get the sense that his, his health has taken a turn. Oh, okay. All right, Mr. Cheery. Thank you very much. I'll know. <laughs> that ended very sad. Yeah. Happy oh, holidays, everyone. Yeah. That told me he wanted <laughs> me to tell him a sad story. Yeah, it's oh, hard for me to do this time of year because it's, it's wonderful here. You know, we, we have snow now and more on the way, and it's cold. And, uh, boy, what's better than winter, right? It's, oh, that's right. Where, where is here, Larry? Uh, upstate New York. Uh, okay. near, uh, I live where, where Raven lives. Sideways okay. New York, yes. Yep. Still cold. Still, yeah, If you don't have to go anywhere or do anything that, but go play pool and eat at diners every morning, it's, the, the, the winter is fun. I can understand that. Yeah. But for us working yeah. stiffs who have to go out and fight the traffic every day <laughs> to, get down, to get down to the coma <laughs> and back. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. I never liked winter. You can practically walk to the coma, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a winter guy. I was there. I did walk to the coma. Yeah, Yeah. you did. That's right. Right, That's right. I'm sorry. Winter. Everyone else complained and wanted to drive, and Lois Lane and I walked. You can walk to the coma. Yeah. Yeah, And life is good for the the macaroni down on the island. Yeah, yeah. Now that place where we used to cut through there is now Coyote Junction. That's where all the coyotes live. And, um, you know, I'll go through there at the end of the day, but not at night, you know. That's enough. I'll walk around. When um, you hear the cry of the coyote, you hear, like, you do. Uh, you hear them at night. Four They're or five different cries at the same time. Yeah. You know, they get you surrounded. It's like being in a Western, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And real quick, they're, they're hiring sharpshooters down in the hunt. That's crazy. They're running around down there in the middle of the day in the hunt for some reason. So they're hiring oh federal God. sharpshooters to, yeah. to uh, cull the herd or whatever yeah. they call it. Thin it out a little bit. Aww. Thin it out. Yeah. Well, they wanted to move them. They wanted to relo- relocate them. We're going to send them. Did, did you see that bobcat they just caught in Hollywood? Oh, the, the, the Brad Pitt, the Brad Pitt lion. That the, one? The, there was a uh, a bobcat that had decided to move into a Hollywood neighborhood, mm. and he'd been there. He was doing pretty well. I guess he adapted well, and they finally tranquilized him and got him out of there. But when they they were alerted he was around because he grabbed some lady's chihuahua oh. and took it back and ate it. Oh, so they that's when she called the cops when it was dragging her chihuahua away. So they showed up in the yard and they tranquilized it, mm-hmm. brought it to the vet, and they checked it over and said it's healthy. So yeah, they're going to relocate it. it out. It just had a it just had a big meal. It yeah, it was, <laughs> but that's it, terrible. But he said it was living in a, a residential neighborhood, yeah, quarter acre yeah. lot houses. They had they they nicknamed him Brad Pitt. Really? Because he had, I don't know, because he was handsome or he used to be married to Andrew Lodge. <laughs> anyway, wow, Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, look, Larry, do you have any, you had a, a horrible Halloween story you told us once about how you got mugged when you were eight years old by a four-year-old kid dressed as a skeleton, took all your candy? I, I was seven, and it was, there were about five kids. Okay. Oh, now it's up to five. They had, they had switchblades and yes. automatic weapons. Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> must, must be so and they're all dressed as skeletons. Cambridge, or Everett. Yeah. Okay, so do you have a, do you have a uh, just as a horrible Christmas story? You know, well, the... the I thought about that, but Christmas is just such a, 
a wonderful magical time of uh-huh. year. I, I, um, I don't have any negative associations except uh, when I was eight, um, just a few days after Christmas, the only uh, grandparent I ever knew died uh, oh, suddenly and unexpectedly. So um, that uh, that's pretty sad. Hmm. Well, thanks for uh, you know lightening the mood there, Larry. <laughs> I didn't want to have to cut anything out, but now I might be forced to. What kind, of, what kind of music can we put underneath that? Yeah, loud music. Do you? Uh, is that it? Is that the best you got there? Can't make anything up. Uh, fortunately, it is. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. All right. Well, aren't you going to po- play pool or something now? I, I am. You're making me late, actually. Okay. Well, uh, don't let us, uh, you know, detain you any longer. Okay. The team counts on me because I'm, be, be, because I'm its, uh, I'm its star member. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. What's the name of the? Um, what's the name of the team? The Pool Cats or something? Really? Smart like that. It's a stupid ass name. All right. What is it? We're the felt mon- the felt monkeys. Oh my god. That is stupid. That sounds gross. The felt monkeys. Wow. I didn't have have a a hand in naming it. Wow. I think it's a terrible name. Uh, I I agree. I'll tell you this before I go. Yes. And this is ridiculous. Go ahead. All right. The the felt monkeys. uh, There are in in our league. There are two. There are two things that you play for ultimately. One is a trip to Las Vegas, and the other is a trip to Hawaii. Oh, okay. This team is is part of the Hawaii deal. Mm-hmm. And um, we are in the the um, the, the final finalist tournament mm-hmm. uh, this weekend to win that trip. You've been to we Vegas a no few times. This trip. Yeah, but you've been right? to Vegas a few times, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Go Vegas ahead. This is old hat. Okay. We have no chance of winning this because because we have we we have uh, only five players, and um, uh, because of league rules, only four are eligible to play. Okay. Uh, in any given match. Okay. So we start out by giving our opponents uh, the uh, uh, a, giving away a match. Go ahead. And, um, and and there's a lot of stiff competition for this trip. Stiff. So Friday afternoon, I've got to drive an hour and a half up to Syracuse. Yes. Uh, get a hotel room so that we can um, so that we can lose twice and come home wow uh, man is he what a grump unbelievable no wonder you're lonely if Larry. It were, if it were my team if i were the captain i'd say screw it we're, <laughs> we're guaranteed to lose and and let's just save save ourselves the trouble but wow this is how much wow. of a team player i, I am i'm i'm, I'm uh, so you would forfeit the trip and I'm glad you're not. I'm not rowing on your boat. The captain said, "Hey, you know, we're going to lose anyway. So what's the point, right?" The good thing is you're going up to Syracuse, so you can eat at that vegan cafe. There you go. Or uh, I can eat at the dinosaur barbecue. <laughs> oh, there you go. Do they have a dinosaur barbecue? Do is they? that oh, near the? Boy. Is that near the university exit? <laughs> it's. Uh, it's Was it near the? Uh, it's kind of all mashed the together. Carrier, the carrier roundabout circle there with the Motel Six, the uh, Super Eight. Uh, the, I, I know, I know what it, I know. You know what that is? Wow! Dinosaur is actually a, uh, a pretty famous barbecue joint. It really uh, has grown good. into uh, a chain over the years, but uh, the one in Syracuse is the uh, the original and still the seediest. Isn't really a. We were in a place once, and the and one of the dinners was the Fred Flintstone. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like fifty-five bucks for a piece of meat, like you know. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh my god! <laughs> so anyway, the Saurus leg, right? Yes, yes. Rare, it's, exceedingly it's very rare. rare. Yes. So lonely, Larry. So uh, don't let us keep you any longer from your pool game. And uh, thanks for uh, keeping all your good material for another time. We appreciate that. <laughs> 
something to look forward to. Okay, in, uh, All right, exactly. So why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, take a breath and calm down and take a commercial break right now? And we'll be right back after this. Let's clap him off. And then how can we miss him if he doesn't go away, right? <laughs> You're listening to Mac Maloney's Middle Street here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. Imagine if there was a super secret satellite in outer space that could read your thoughts and alter your reality. Imagine if the U.S. government had no knowledge that this satellite even existed. Now imagine if such a powerful weapon fell into the wrong hands. In the latest adventure of Mac Maloney's best-selling detective series, codenamed Starman, Lieutenant Chris Starr of the Navy's X-Files team is given his strangest case yet, track down the ghost of a rogue Navy SEAL who holds the secret to the God Satellite. Once again, teamed with beautiful Irish detective Mara McCann, Starr finds himself looking for clues from the streets of Rome to a mysterious snow-covered mountain in Arizona to Africa's forbidding skeleton coast. And finally, in outer space itself. But it's only when he realizes a secret vision in the desert points right back to where the case started does Star finally learn what the God Satellite is really about. That's the God Satellite, codenamed Starman, book number three by Mac Maloney, on sale on Amazon and in bookstores everywhere. And listen to Mac's show to learn how you can win a free copy. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Miltronics Now Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. This is our Christmas show. The whole gang is here. We're expecting a number of people to drop in later on. But let me first introduce you to the main posse. Girls, very famous one-wise here. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Down there in uh, West Virginia, our national correspondent, Switchy, Switchy Blades, <laughs> Switchy Blade Steve Ward. <laughs> Switchy Blade. Great to be here. Also, uh, we're the club uh, security chief, Greater Boston area. You know, Mac, I'm very happy to be here tonight, particularly the Christmas show. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, I've got some of the uh, Christmas carols that I was hoping we'd be able to yeah. sing along tonight. If we, with <laughs> well, a few only, if, only if we have extra time. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I thought that's what we we're going to do tonight. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, let's see. Let's, let's, let's talk yeah. about that off of here. Um, in the studio, someone who would love to sing carols in the studio with us is uh, yeah. your phone mechanic, Alan Alton. Well, good evening, Mac. Good evening, everyone. You're with my voice, yeah. Have you ever tried to sing? Yeah. No. No. no? Okay. No. I thought it's all Italians. It's in the DNA. No. I don't think so. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> no. No. It's supposed to be mafiosos, not singing. Oh, oh, singing. It's a whole different thing. Um, all right. Well, okay, Al. Thanks for joining us tonight, and also saving the best of last. Is that a good friend up there on Sideways? Yeah, Raven is with us. Raven. Hi, my friends. Thanks for having me. Hello, Raven. So your father Hello. was just on the opening segment. He cheered everyone up with like uh, two horrible stories in the in the course of like four minutes. You know, <laughs> grandparents dying, him getting mugged. Was awful. Yep, that's on brand that's for him. That's him. Okay, that's him. Normally. <laughs> and he was patting a cat while he was doing it, which is really disturbing. I think that one is Cookie. I think that's her name. Really? Yeah, that's even worse. You can't unsee it. He's a sweetie. Can't How many cats it. does he have, Raven? Uh, three. 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 Oh, three. Three. Wow. I think. Yeah. Oh, 
Good. How many dives does he have? One. No, okay, doesn't it, 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 I hate to make fun of it, but doesn't the, the dog have some kind of like psychiatric the problem? The dog is fine. He's dramatic. The dog is totally fine. She's just a little rambunctious. Dream, okay, she's drama. super mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Kind of a drama queen, the dog? Oh, LL. No. <laughs> they can't handle one another. So anyway, Raven, so this is uh, Christmas uh, show, and you uh, told me off here that you had a uh, Christmas-related report. We yeah, I got a little about? surprise for you guys. Um, I did some digging, and I found um, a couple of spooky Christmas folklore stories yes. that I thought would be fun to talk about. Um, so we're going to start with uh, Frau Perchta from Austria and Germany. Um, Frau Perchta is a witch uh, who calls the mountains of Austria uh, her home. Um, every 12 days of Christmas, she takes a little trip into town to murder those who have been bad by disembowelment. Uh, if you're on the nice list, however, Frau Perchta may leave a silver coin on your pillow. Um, but regardless of if you're naughty or nice, uh, Frau Perchta is a celebrated figure and villages have festivals and they wear masks to honor her. So it's kind of a big deal, um, just depending on if you choose to celebrate her. Oh. Um, then we have the Yule Cats. Uh, this is a Iceland tradition. Um, the Yule Cat is a giant cat who punishes people for not working hard enough. Um, so around the holidays, the Yule Cat will roam Icelandic countryside in search of children specifically who have not received clothes or done their chores. And for context, um, kids who worked hard throughout the year and did their chores, would uh, they would be rewarded with um, new garments, you know, fresh clothes yep. before the new year. Yes. So if you were dressed in shabby clothing, that was not a good look. So, so um, th- this cat would go around with would he eat you? He'd eat you if you weren't working hard enough, type of thing. Yeah, he just he just snatch you right up. Wow. So in in America, you'd get cold in your stocking. Up in Iceland, you get a freaking cat in you, right? Like cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is correct. Is this um, a legend or this is really happening? This is really happening. What, what is this? This is really happening. Oh. This is really wow. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do have a messed up fun fact. Uh, the Yule Cat was actually used as a driving force for employees to ensure their workers made their quota. Really? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Those people up in Iceland got a lot to do. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, next one I have is Kilikentros. Kilikentros. I did look hmm. that up, so I'm, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that right. Okay. That's uh, of Eastern Europe origin. Um, <clears throat> these werewolf, goblin-like creatures spend their year underground um, only to surface from late December to early January. So they have a pretty small window here, but mm-hmm. they cause chaos. Um, they come out at night. Um, they play. They cause trouble. Once they're done with their above-ground mischief, they return uh, to their home underground, where it is believed that they saw at the trunk of the world's tree in the hopes it will collapse along with the earth. Hmm. Um, and according to legend, you can ward them off by leaving a colander on your doorstep. Um, and I have a fun fact. Kill a contrai, uh, can only count to two. So, wow. Okay. That. So why Chris? Why? <laughs> that must mean she's binary, huh? Any column? I was going to say something. You beat me to it. But so why Christmas? The colander does it can have, does it can have spaghetti in it or just well, an empty colander? It's because the Italian the Italians seem to know how to get rid of it. Apparently. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, you throw the maybe they put it over its head. Right. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, Go ahead. The next one I have is Hans Trap. 
this is of France origin. Um, so this is your classic sell your soul to get rich quick in the 15th century tale. According to legend, uh, once Trapp did so, the Catholic Church found out and they stripped him of his wealth and exiled him from society. Oh. Trapp moved to a cabin in the high mountains um, somewhere in uh, it's Alsace-Lorraine. Um, one day, a child came across his home and the hungry and unstable trap captured him and cooked him for dinner. Oh. As fate would have it, before he could feast, trap was struck by lightning and was killed. Uh, trap lives on as a boogeyman-like monster who comes back to civilization on Christmas in search of another meal. Oh, man. Christmas. So watch out. Holy cow. <laughs> the next one I have is Marie Laud from wales um this iconic holiday tradition um likely derived from a pagan rite, uh could not be left off this list uh marie laud may look scary due to the horse skull mounted on a pole um but this tradition is far from nightmare fuel like our other friends on this list yes around christmas welsh residents walk door to door with their pale horse and sing songs to their neighbors um, Reload is a sign of good luck. And if a horse skull is left on your doorstep, then congratulations, you will receive good fortune. Wow. It's better than a colander, I guess, right? Mm. It uh, is. A hush head. That's right. I have a godfather. Leave it alone. That's more decorative, too. Okay. Yes. I got two left here. Wow. Okay. Um, Merry Christmas. I have Grilla and her offspring. This is from Iceland. Uh, Grilla is often described as being an ogre or a giant and is also known as the christmas witch mm. uh Grilla's physical features tend to vary um but one thing that remains consistent is that she always arrives in town uh with a large bag to toss the naughty children into naughty. Uh, she's also assisted by her 13 troll children um <laughs> their wow. names are <laughs> candle stealer Doorway Sniffer, Window Peeper, Scree Gobbler, Door Slammer, Bowl Licker, Pot Scraper, Spoon Licker, Sausage Snatcher, Stubby Gully Gawk, Cheap Coat Clod, and Meat Hook. I'm assuming they're family names. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that movie. Wow, wait, okay. So from early December to early January, uh, Grilla's troll kids, uh, otherwise known as the Yule Lads, they leave their mountain cave one by one, and they just pester the town people throughout the entire month. You mm. know, uh, uh, judging from their names, you can pretty much figure out what they do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like according it. to some versions of this Christmas tale, the Yule Cat is Grilla's pet, uh, but that was later tied into her story and is still widely known to be a standalone mm -hmm. Christmas character. And I have a fun fact. Uh, Grilla ate one of her husbands because she got bored of him. Okay. She's pretty badass. Yeah, that's she must be really, really dull. And then the last one I have is Krampus, um, and he is of uh, Germany, Austria, and Italian descent. Here, yes. Um, so the specific origins of Krampus are widely speculated, but many believe him to be a part of uh, pagan rituals for the winter solstice. Essentially, Krampus is the complete opposite of Saint Nick. Mm. He's half goat, half horned demon. Mm. Um, Krampus loves nothing more than devouring children who have misbehaved. Um, even though Krampus is associated with fear, he is also celebrated um, with parades and festivals throughout the holiday season. Wow, that's poor, um, poor and taste. In fact, Krampus translates to claw. Mm. Can we hire so, him? 
We can hire well. him, yeah. Um, so the 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 uh, uh, moral of the story: uh, everyone should behave. Otherwise, yes. these um, fairy and folklore uh, deities are going to throw you in their sack and eat you. It's like it's like if you're a European kid, you're terrified at Christmas if you didn't work hard enough. And you know, <laughs> that one kills me. Like you didn't you didn't get new clothes. Yeah. You didn't work hard enough. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, a bummer. That one. Yeah, I always had like ripped clothes when I was a kid just because I didn't care. Well, <laughs> they would have ate me in a yeah, second. Good thing the cat didn't hit you. Well, very interesting, Raven. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll say, why don't we take a quick break now and just uh, regroup and calm down? And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Mill Milltracks. I'll show you on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. There's a monster in Tokyo Bay, hundreds of feet tall and breathing fire. It's able to destroy whole cities, sink entire battle fleets, and knock swarms of jet fighters from the sky. But there's another even more dangerous resident of the bay. A secretive psychopath intent on covering the planet with nuclear-armed booby traps unless the world's population bends to their demands. Meanwhile, a mysterious group of reborn medieval warriors has taken to the air. Strange signals are being picked up from outer space, and witnesses report seeing hundreds of ghost planes flying in the night skies over Tokyo. Sailing off the coast of Japan aboard the United American Navy's mega aircraft carrier, the USS USA, it's Hawk Hunter, the wingman. He must investigate these unusual occurrences while trying to thwart the criminal's apoplectic plan. But will his actions save the planet or lead to World War IV? Find out in Macaloni's exciting new novel, The Jericho Storm. Filled with dozens of dogfights, sea battles, and brutal hand-to-hand -hand combat, The Jericho Storm is book 21 in Mac's best-selling Wingman series. Team up with Hawk's longtime allies, as well as a few new ones, including fighter pilots Switchblade Steve Ward and Jocko Johnson. That's Wingman 21, The Jericho Storm. On sale now at your local bookstore and on Amazon. with Mac Maloney's Miltrax, now show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. Our Christmas show, and we are talking a little bit about Christmas. Let me introduce the members of the Posse Girls, the very famous Wawa is here. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Welcome to the Christmas show. S Switchy, Bl Switchy Blade uh, Switch is here. Switchy Blade Steve, down there in West Virginia, lost somewhere. No, I'm not lost. Okay. Not, not at the moment. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I know where I know where the Ohio River is. Okay. Oh, if you know what side you're on, you know what state you're in. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good for you. That's a good rule of thumb. Um, and and you are you are you've reduced yourself to putting pictures of yourself on Facebook with the with, with those two cats, right? Those two flea bitten cats. <laughs> now, did you say reduced myself, okay. Mac? Uh, let's see. Moving on. Our security chief Willie Club is here with us. <laughs> Willie, how you doing? Doing great, Mac. Hi, folks. It's great to be here. And just for this short period so far, I'm already getting into the Christmas spirit. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, you know, particularly those stories that Raven told. You know, especially, those. yeah. Yep. Oh, that you know, you oh, in the old days, you, you remember in Europe, and of course, you'd know uh, one with your extensive background in, uh, over there in England. That, in all things Victorian. You know, yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, it was part of the culture to tell 
folk stories mm-hmm. and horror stories yeah. mm-hmm. at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, true. It was. Yep. And just like with Raven in Europe then. So, uh, you know, that, that it's good to bring back some of those old uh, the, uh, uh, stories. The, the, the movie A Christmas Carol, the famous movie, Dickens, it's a ghost story. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at it, it is. it's Absolutely. a ghost story. You know? yeah, I mean, long before that, the writers were coming up with Christmas uh, horror stories. Mm-hmm. And people look forward to those at Christmas. And maybe we can start a, a new tradition here. Okay, the, I'm ready. US. Speaking of horror stories, uh, Uncle Al's with us. Al, how are you doing? <laughs> In the studio. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, mm-hmm. gentlemen, ladies. How are you doing? And also, the one lady with us is Raven. Raven, how are you? Up there and up sideways in the eye. Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Now, you, are you a big Christmas person? I, mean, I know you're a big Halloween person, but big Christmas as well? Love decorations? I, yeah, no. I, it's a struggle every year like to even put the tree up. Really? I throw a fit about it. And well, then I take the tree down immediately. Like December 26th, mm-hmm. the tree comes down. Yeah, you really. <laughs> and, yet, oh, yeah. and yet your father leaves his up all year round. Oh, it drives oh, me ironic. nuts. He told me he didn't take his down until like the end of February last year. Mm. Like, no, December 26th. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Down. For sure. Um, so, anyway, this is our Christmas tree. Boxing Day, it's down. So, our Christmas tree, our Christmas <laughs> show. And uh, we're, gonna, we're expecting some people to pop in uh, later on the show. But I want to get a couple of things out of the way first. Al sent me this story uh, before we uh, came up to the station. Um, what's the headline again, Al? Uh, in this particular one, it's uh, it says, <clears throat> couple having sex outdoors in Bigfoot foot costumes get accidentally shot by hunters. Okay, really? <laughs> it says, an Ohio couple attempting to spice up their sex life with some kinky role play turned horribly wrong last night when they were both shot by hunters while having sex in the woods. <laughs> Now this is I this is a story online. I have no idea. <laughs> Sounds okay to me. What, what the deal is, but uh, again, I was telling Mac this one of a few, but I think okay, well, he's they, had enough. They they say what position or anything? They um, must not have had reflective gear on. That's actually, I I, um, I sent you a screenshot of the main page. I didn't. Um, I don't have the whole article okay. in front of me at the moment. Okay, but uh, there is one other one. If you go ahead, one more, Let's one more. See. Wait a okay. minute, did they did they die or what happened? Well, again, I don't have the whole story. They just got I, their asses blown off. <laughs> you don't just, have the whole story. Well, <laughs> you can look it up. I, I, if you uh, Google it, it will show up. Well, I hope their costumes weren't ruined. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's an, another one. I think I might yeah. have sent this from the Mac also, and it go says ahead. a trans species man who self-identifies as a deer. Accidentally shot by hunters. Now, wait a minute. Mm. Uh, this is from the National Enquirer. It's got to be from? from The Onion. Well, no, it's, uh, hold on, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I find it again. <laughs> he doesn't know what it's, uh, it's called um, World News Daily Report. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's okay. worse. That makes sense. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, here's the, here's the killer of this one. Okay. The, the guy, it shows pictures of this guy dressed up like a deer, and he's walking on his, you know, standing up. Yes. And it says, a South Carolina man who self-identifies as a deer has been transported to the hospital via helicopter after being shot by two hunters. And it says his name, lying in critical condition after medical staff uh, said he was mistakenly shot by two hunters. According to the hunters, he was dressed in painting the colors of a deer when was wearing antlers, which made him un- unrecognizable. Mm. And one of the hunters said, it was the first time in my life I'd seen a deer stand up and walk on its two legs. That's when I went for a clear <laughs> shot to the lungs. So I shot him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the deer looked like it was rubbing its chest and genitals and signaling oh, us to come closer. Come it was surreal. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, then the last part here, just... Go ahead. This makes it all worthwhile. Go ahead. Okay? 
In 2016, this guy made local headlines for breaking and entering into a deer farm and allegedly sexually assaulting several animals, oh, but on. was later released because the owner decided to drop charges. Oh, gee, <laughs> the animals liked it. Wow, that's really... Oh the guy has problems. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the, the Bigfoot... Let's see, hold on one second. It would have been good if there was a reindeer, but that's okay. All right, well, we, you know, you never know. He might. Right. He wasn't flying. Anyway. Uh, so the, the, the guy who shot the uh, Bigfoot people, yes. him and his son were convinced they were facing a couple of Sasquatches, and uh, they shot, shot to protect them. themselves. Yeah. Well, they're Although, getting on. If they, if they were doing what they were supposed to be doing, I don't see where, unless they thought they were next. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'll do it material. Holy cow. But uh, boom. Uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, the couple started screaming and swearing after getting shot, helping the hunters realize their mistake and calling 911. Wow. They were transported and stabilized, no longer fear for their lives. And there could be charges against the uh, negligent hunters. Yes. Well, why not? They're usually shooting each other. But <laughs> anyway, wow. Okay. Thank okay you. So anyway, that was uh, just a little something. Thanks for bringing those with you. Uh, now, Merry Christmas. You know? um, uh, I have a story. A Christmas story. And, um, you know, maybe uh, later on. Um, uh, ex who was there when this happened um, will uh, verify it. it all happened. So anyway, when we were kids, we were uh, we broke into this. There was this old gas station on the Conrobe, Galvin Boulevard and Hallett Street in downtown Dodgers, a really really busy part of town. Uh, but no one you know had been in this gas station for a long time. So we broke in. We made it our little clubhouse. We we're like fourteen years old, and you know we had playboys in there. We would smoke cigarettes and stuff. And then one day we go down. The place is open and it's filled with Christmas trees. And we and and what happened was someone rented it for a month to sell Christmas trees on this corner lot. So we knew the guy did it. We went to school with his son. So somehow or other, and I think X was responsible for this. The guy says, yeah, "Well, X. you can <laughs> you can work here if you want. You can sell you know Christmas trees if you want. But you know I, I might not pay you or something like that. But." We were on the on the on the and he was going to do you know something at the end of the you know selling season. So we went down there every every day for three weeks, sold a lot of trees, and you know we were still inside our clubhouse, you know when it was cold. So Christmas Eve comes and the guy had still about a hundred trees left, so he had to get rid of them. So he hires a guy with a dump truck. It just so happens this guy is right off the boat from Ireland. So, and we're all 14 years old. He's on his, on, we load up the truck on his way to the dump. He, he gets two six-packs of um, Guinness. And it's the first time I really got drunk, okay? You know, I mean, you know, I'd had, but drunk, drunk, all right? So, and even though Guinness doesn't have a lot of alcohol in it, you know, if you're a kid and you drink, you know, two or three of them, you're going to be kind of drunk. So, we go back, yeah. and uh, now this is Christmas Eve. You know, all the lights, and there's a light snow falling. It really is, uh, you know... Christmas evening, and now it's time for this guy to pay us, right? And he gives me a buck, a buck. We're on there, you know, every day for like a month. And he gives me a buck. I go, buck? What the hell is this? She said, well, I really didn't tell you that uh, I was going to pay you. So I, I took the buck and I crumbled it up. And I said, you know what? You went through it and threw the crumbled up buck at him. <laughs> Next thing I know, you know what he did to me? He, he grabbed me. You see this in old movies where they grab the little kid by the ears and twist the ears? <laughs> and he yeah. said, this in the Bowery Boys. 
He did that to me. <laughs> that, that hurts. I know. Next thing you know, that that hurts hurts a lot. <laughs> we're rolling around on the ground, punching each other in the mud, and, and, the, and the Christmas pine needles are all over me and everything. You know? So, yeah, okay. Merry Christmas. And his wife is there crying, and they're trying to you know, break us up and stuff. And yeah, that's my Christmas Eve story. Merry Christmas. Wow. Hey, wait a second. That's child abuse. Nobody got arrested oh, for this. And you know what I find out later Later is that this guy, um, he used to do a, a, a bunch of things like that. And he had a nickel that it was a, it was a two-headed nickel. So, you know, he'd win every bet by, you know, just one of those guys. Flim, <laughs> flim, flim, man. Another happy what story. There you yeah. go. Another Yeah, another exactly, Christmas story. right? <laughs> all right. We're full of them tonight. Very, I don't know very if I can handle all this Christmas cheer tonight. Okay, why don't we take a look at the window say, in a minute. Years later, you went into this church and you found out that same guy who became Father Callahan. No, no, come on. He didn't have that in him. Why don't we do this, though? Why don't we come down and take a quick break? Uh, we have some uh, guests waiting in the green room, and we'll bring them in. You're listening to Macaloney's Multitracks, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. This is our Christmas special. Stay tuned. Where is the Sea of Moons? Is it on the moon? Or in a haunted part of the Pacific Ocean? Or is it just in our heads? What if you dreamed of meeting a beautiful Irish girl, but she turned out to be a cop? What if you dreamed that you were on TV 24-7, but only the government knew the channel? And what if you dreamed you were shipwrecked on a deserted island and rescued by five lovely castaways, only to have some real pirates ruin the party? Then you should wake up and read The Sea of Moons, the latest installment in Mac Maloney's best-selling series, codename Starman. Follow the adventures of U.S. Navy Special Agent Chris Starr as he travels the globe using his special ESP powers to solve top-secret mysteries, first in Ireland, then in Tahiti, and finally to Hollywood, where Chris and his girlfriend Angel discover the only spooks inside an old haunted house belong to the CIA. That's Codename Starman, The Sea of Moons by Mac Maloney. On sale on Amazon and in bookstores everywhere. Back and went to Mac Maloney's Multrack Sound Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight, our Christmas show. Very quickly in the house. Well, kind of. Uh, girls, the very famous JJ is here. Wani. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Mac, good to see you. Good Merry to see Christmas. everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, also, uh, Switchblade Steve is with us down there in uh, who cares? West Virginia. <laughs> no, that's West by God, Virginia. There you go. I'm hey, great to be here. Uh, also, our security chief out in the greater Boston area, Willie Club is here. Willie. Well, Mac, Merry Christmas to all. With it's great to be here. With his elf. It's uh, all getting the Christmas spirit before we sing that's what it our is. Christmas carols later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. You're really looking forward to that. I thought he had forgotten about it by now. but <laughs> No, I, I got a Christmas karaoke thing up here. On my oh, screen. do you really? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. No. Can we get that drunk to do that? We'll see. Maybe uh, we can talk later about our favorite. Uh, Christmas songs by whoever artist you think is your I can favorite. tell you the ones I don't like. 
We'll be here all night because I don't like any of them. Yeah, there's a lot of those, but I do have some favorites. Also, Raven is here with us. Raven, how are you? Hi, my friends. Thank you for having me. And? Uh, and this is Little Miss Friday. Oh, don't, oh come on. Now, that's no. three cats we've had. Get, get. Oh, look at us. Oh, oh, sweet. How nice. What's going wrong here? Also in the studio I with us. you guys. She <laughs> wanted to say hi. UFO mechanic, Al. Oh, man. See, yeah. see, I would have... Yeah. Al. See, I would have my cat here, but I'm in the studio. There's so no way in the world that cat would make it past the front door there. I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> have to wait out in the car. What a Mine's grouch. Just a few feet away. Preferably the trunk. Oh, the cat would probably find Bob the ghost. Okay, oh, that's cool true. Though. You know, yeah, that's true. That's well, true. If the cat started yeah. staring yeah. at the wall, you'd know. Or he'd find some mice. Anyway, Uncle Al, thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate it in the house. And also uh, joining us now, a good friend of ours, Dr. Bob Gross, out there in the Tottenham in Chicago. Let's give him a hand, UFO researcher. Oh, thank you. And musician. It's good to be here this evening. Yeah, it's good, good to have you. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, well, thanks for joining us. And uh, um, Thank you. So, Switchy, you have um, a few uh, Christmas-related weird stories or something? Yes, uh, mostly uh, some humanoid encounters yes, around right. the Christmas holiday. Okay. And what's interesting about them is that, uh, you know, I picked them because uh, they either fell on Christmas Eve, Christmas, or the day after. But you, you, certain patterns seem to show up, uh, as we've talked about before. So it's just kind of interesting to pick these at random, yet you'll find these uh, interesting connections that show up. Uh -huh. The sources for these come from Albert Rosales's Humanoids, The Others Amongst Us, and also Nick Redfern's 365 Days of UFOs. Mm -hmm. December 24th, 1971. I think it's called uh, Triumphal Mountain, Wisconsin. Okay. I may have mispronounced that. A gentleman is out walking his dog, and all of a sudden he feels like he's being watched. And all of a sudden in front of him, out of the woods, come about 15 short little beings about two feet tall. Okay. And the dog, now you think the dog might react negatively. It wasn't that known family, was it? the wagging his tail like he's, he's glad to see them. Okay. And the only thing that happens here is they walk by him, they kind of smile, and then go off. Mm -hmm. Now, there's no UFO or anything uh, connected with this, as sometimes happens. Now, he swears this, this story happened to his, his family. And for years, they made pixie jokes that he saw the pixies that night. Uh -oh. But he always maintained it happened. And he always, for whatever reason, even though they seemed to be dressed in like sort of almost like caveman clothes, <laughs> he really thought for some reason they were E.T. Mm. Okay. Wow. Lakewood, Colorado, 1997, Christmas Eve. Uh, man gets up late at night to get some milk out of the refrigerator. That's uh -huh. his big first mistake. Yes. And then he looks out the window. Walking towards him is a, a tall man. Uh, a humanoid wearing a purple shirt, jeans, tennis shoes. He's got long shoulder length blonde hair. Sounds like one one. And sort sort of like uh, uh, Adamski's Orthon in in casual clothes. Okay. And so this guy, all of a sudden, he uh, he notices that well, this guy walks through the fence without jumping over it, cool. just floats through it. Yes. And he notices that he gets as he gets closer, he has these large black slanted eyes. Mm. Slightly, okay. Slightly racist. Christmas Eve. Go ahead. 1992. Mm -hmm. Hey, Vincent, New York. A woman, she's uh, up, she's knitting uh, Christmas stockings for her nieces. All of a sudden, she sees this huge glowing light outside. Uh, she tries to wake up her husband, and uh, he's, he's, he's the kind of guy that's very interested in this kind of thing. But as what happens in these cases so much, he's unable to stay awake. And then she sees a 
a seven to eight foot glowing humanoid, and then it just disappears. Mm. Okay, now we're on Christmas. Christmas, 1985, Stonehenge area, mm. Wiltshire. A few uh, a few hours, uh, a, a lady named uh, Sandra Green, she uh, had seen a, a, a cigar-shaped craft in the sky. And a few hours later, uh, she's driving home from a Christmas party. She goes to sleep that night, and she has a dream a very vivid, realistic dream of men in black that warn her in her dream to forget all about UFOs and what she saw. Mm-hmm. There are uh, there are some instances where people claim these men in black type uh, characters show up as bedroom invaders. They're very interesting. Now, maybe she just read something about the men in black and it created this vivid dream, but interesting nonetheless. Okay, Christmas Day, Madrid, Spain, 1976. Uh, 46-year-old liberal arts professor. He's hunting birds with two of his students in a very isolated area. When they're done, they split up. And as he's walking home, he gets really tired. So he sits down by a tree and falls asleep. He wakes up. It's it's in complete darkness. He feels this pain on his shoulder and he looks and it's, he sees something like a, a tentacle, mm. a hairy tentacle touching mm. his shoulder. Mm. And then he sees a bright light and uh, an egg-shaped object appears and he sees this tall, thin, humanoid figure. And it's, this area is surrounded by all kinds of futuristic equipment. Wow, wow. So they communicate with him in Spanish. Mm. And the, there's several of them there, and they tell him, now this is, you know, a classic, that their galaxy is dying, and they're looking for new digs, so to speak. A place to live. say new digs. Okay. Um, and uh, they said, they, we, are, we, are, we are peaceful, we are beings of light, and uh, they had kind of an elongated head, uh, long noses. Their upper lip was larger than their lower lip. Uh, not real lookers, I would say. But uh, uh, <laughs> and then he, he he's released by this strange after the strange encounter. He falls asleep, wakes up, goes home, and when after he gets home for a while, he collapses. They take him to the hospital. They find a when they X-ray him, they find some kind of a spherical object in his chest. But then when they give it give another x-ray the next day, it's gone. Is that bizarre or what? Now, one, one more brief one here. Uh, December 26th, 1978. This is actually in the big thicket in Texas, where it's, it's supposed to be Bigfoot country. Um, a, a guy named uh, Briggs, uh, Alan Briggs, he's driving along the road, and he sees this large lizard, upright lizard, running across the road. It's about uh, seven to eight feet tall. It's it's bright green, but it's wearing a bright blue. It looks kind of like a uniform, almost like something a fighter pilot would wear. Maybe he got it for Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> but that was it. And then it just disappears and goes across the road. So and the reason I picked these, of course, is because it's around the holiday. But, you know, you have the the characteristic of these uh, beings that have these slanted eyes in several cases. Uh, you have uh, men in black invading dreams and invading bedrooms and so forth. Uh, so it's just interesting that uh, whatever is going on, the, these particular incidents, they, they may not all be that physical or objectively real, but they do seem to be, for whatever reason, people do seem to be having these experiences that are very, sometimes very frightening and real to them. It's just, wow, Switchy, thanks very much. You know, yeah. let's give Switch a, a round of applause because it's, that was great. it's Christmas. Well done. Like, the one with the x-rays really bothers me. That skews uh, me out. Uh, well, yeah. you know, maybe the guys that uh, saw the, the midgets 
Oh, you know, there was a, uh, a, a Munchkin convention. All right, okay. From the Wizard of Oz, you know, they were just walking well, it by. Could be, it could have been a reunion. Yeah, inappropriate and, uh, <laughs> and offensive. Did you ever see that old episode of Bonanza where Haas yes. sees the? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, he had the leprechauns. Great. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a troop. It's a circus. And they're all dressed like like uh, like uh, leprechauns. Right. And he thinks they're real. And they're all drunk I, I and met, they're all Irish. That's offensive. The <laughs> but I, I met Felix Silla, who was yes. one of the guys that was one of the uh, leprechauns, and uh, he also played cousin It. Mm. But I met him several years ago at the Monster Bash. He he died, I think, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. But a great guy, and he talked about all the uh, work he had gotten through the years, and you know because of his stature and uh, yes, very very nice guy. More or less. All right. Hey, listen, why don't we do this now? That in mind, why don't we uh, take a commercial break now because we have some friends dropping in on us. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Expo Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is our Christmas show. And we'll be right back after this. Please stay tuned. My dad, he's a double amputee and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for our troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. And I just kept going on and on about myself. I'm taking a leak in the driveway. Just, I know you'd like to talk to a total stranger. The story has got nothing to do with the Bruins game. It's what happened with Grandma. I was wondering if those were sadomasochism straps or something. <laughs> but I digress uh, from what I don't know. Get into the beautiful mind of Juan Juan only on the Matt Maloney Military X-Files show. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go at one one forty two thirty. I think my stuff together. Here. I'm running out of paper. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Macaroni's Mill Tracks Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight! Our Christmas show, and we have a gang on with us. Let me very quickly tell you who's here. Girls, of course, are very famous. Juan Juan is here over there in Fish and Chips Land. Hello, Mac. Hello, girls. Awesome. Welcome to the show. West Virginia, <laughs> down there in West Virginia is uh, Switchblade Steve Ward, Switchy, National Correspondent Switchy. Great to be here. Also, our security chief, Willie Club from the greater Boston area is with us. Whitey, I mean Willie. Hi, Mac. Hi, Mac. Hi, gang. Hi, listeners. Just uh, very excited when it comes to Christmas. I'm and, glad to be here. And you want to sing carols at the end of the show? Is that the plan? I do. I've been do looking really? forward okay. to it. Will you do it a cappella just by, by yourself? Would you be? No, 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 no. Okay, Christmas no. carols have to be done by a group of carolers. Okay. All right. You mm. guys look pretty good. It's okay if some of us yeah. sit out, though. Uh, also, look good for radio, anyways. In the, I always uh, like bell ringers. There you go. I <laughs> love <laughs> bell ringers. In the studio with us is uh, UFO mechanic Al Ronaldo. Al. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. Joining the Christmas fun. Also up there in Sideways New York is our good friend, good witch Raven is with us. Raven, how are you doing? Brightening up. Oh my gosh, so. I'm doing so good. Thanks for mm -hmm. having me. Is that cat out of the room? 
Yeah, she okay. went back to take her um, post dinner nap nap. A nap, so this okay. Is her second nap before bed. <laughs> nap point two. <laughs> the best ones. Uh, joining us from Chicago, still a toddling town, is our good friend Dr. Bob Gross, UFO researcher and musician. Dr. Bob, how are you doing? Hello, everyone. It's an honor to be here mm-hmm. this evening. Is that Hello, the, Dr. Bob? Merry Christmas. Is that Same med- to you. Thank you. Is that medical prescription for pot still in the works? Is that the ankle? Uh, yes. I got a new doctor now. Five, oh, good. Okay. That's, things are looking up good. Right. He understands me. <laughs> That's a big step. <laughs> All right. Also with he us digs you. down in uh, North Carolina is a super fan, Susan Coppola. Did I say Hi, everybody. Oh, Hello, Susan. Hey, so How happy are you? to be here. I'm glad to see you all. Good to see you. Glad to see you too. Merry Christmas and Happy Merry New Year. Um, and um, just to uh, complete the cake here, up there in Edmonton, uh, Canada, so good friends, Kim, Shay, and Sarah. Kim and Shay, Kim and Sarah, how are you doing tonight? I'm looking at you, and you look like you do look like you're in the witness protection program. It's, <laughs> it's the lighting. lighting. <laughs> I have to get the lighting better. I don't know what I've okay. done wrong. All right. <laughs> How are you guys Merry doing? Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to you guys. Christmas. And, we're, and we're privileged. Merry privileged Christmas. to be here. You well, bet. Listen, thanks for listening to us every week. We really appreciate it. And um, thanks for being fans. And so um, what we'll do is we'll just uh, move on with the show. And we have a top ten list. We're waiting for a crowd tonight. And let me see if I can remember. It's uh, ready for this? Top ten presents Juan Juan doesn't want for Christmas. Is that right, Raven? Yes. Okay. Top what? 10 presents, presents Juan Juan doesn't want for Christmas. So why don't we go? Go ahead, please, Raven. You have the list. I have the list. Number 10, Stop the Harry music. and Meghan snuggle pillow because <laughs> he already has five of them. Okay. People keep sending to us. Getting embarrassing. Number nine, please. I have a Raven. snuggle dog, by the way. Uh, that we know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, uh, the judge in Lily James stocking case to come out of his coma. <laughs> He doesn't want that. You see, he doesn't want it for Christmas. Next, please. Wow. I thought a big crowd Number would be big eight. laughs, but okay. That's uh, coach seats on the train to Ireland. It's either first class or nothing. Whoa. I can agree with okay, that. All right. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. We'll, we'll do this quick. Go ahead, please. Right. Number seven, another 20-page single-spaced letter written in Cobra Speak linking Popeye to the Illuminati. Right. <laughs> one of those oh. okay. I'll go near that one, boy. Next. I want that for Christmas. I need a deep dive into that. Okay. Next, please, <laughs> Raven. These are uh, Number six. Top, top 10 uh, things one one does not want another, for Christmas. Oh, sorry. Top, top 10 things that one one does, top 10 presents that one one does not want for Christmas, does not want. <laughs> Uh, number six, another quote unquote unscheduled midnight visit from the black eyed kid. That's scary. Oh, I've been yeah, there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Juan. Can I come in? Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> okay. Ne- next, I love you, JJ. That was terrible. Yes. Don't you- <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> next, please, Ray. Number five, a worldwide ban on chocolate martinis because they're considered offensive to martinis. Right. I mean, really, when you look at it. Oh, yeah. Next. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Number four, um, another Mary is effing hot Christmas sweater because he also has five of those. (laughs) What? Mary is effing hot. (laughs) Come on. Really? 
the Mother Mary he's talking about. Because it's Christmas. Next, please, Raven. Oh, my goodness. Three. Uh, for the people of Cambridge, Massachusetts to realize he's finally left them behind. Yeah, see, that's a sad thought, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I miss Cambridge, I'll tell you. And that. they miss you. <laughs> we do. Next, wow. please, Raven. Number two, uh, the bill for the party at the Starboard Galley last Christmas. There you go. He's been <laughs> running away from that for a while. And the number one uh, Christmas present that Juan Juan does not want, please write. No more f***ing teddy bears. <laughs> oh, wow. It's hot, but okay. Yeah, all right. Oh. Juan Juan, there you go. We will, we're going to do the 12 days you know, before Christmas. That would have taken forever. So top 10. Okay. One. Well, that would make a good advent calendar of the. Uh, there you go. That's what I was thinking. You know, open a little door and there's a. There. Yeah, there's an arrest warrant there. And yeah, okay. Ooh. Another one. There's a teddy bear there. I like Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now and calm down? And uh, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military X Files Christmas show. The big gang here. And we'll be right back. So please stay tuned. It's early medieval Europe. Norse marauders are pouring down from the north. Step riders threaten from the east, and Moorish raiders are surging up from the south. Now, as the Vikings plan an invasion of Ireland, the country's aging king must somehow protect his nation. But who is up to the task? Nordic sagas tell us an obscure and unlikely hero arises to save his people. Wolf of Clontarf leaps into history as a nightmare to the Norse and avenger for the Celts. It's Vikings meets Braveheart as this legendary Irish warrior, some medieval special operations forces, and a young woman spy help the Irish king defeat the Viking invaders. It's a tale spanning 15 years and leading up to the most decisive battle of the Middle Ages. That's Wolf of Clontarf, a new novel from Thomas J. Howley, now on Amazon. Tracks our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. This is our Christmas show. We got a real gang here. You can hear them playing in the background. Uh, the very famous Juan Juan is here. Juanie. Juan, where is he? Hey. There he is. Wow, okay. <laughs> pay, pay your phone bills. No? Okay, thanks. You scared us. You scared us. You scared us. That's all. Okay. Uh, also, Switch plays Steve Waters here, Switchy. Uh, great to be here. I have to go back to one one. What is that over your shoulder? I'd rather see cats. What is that? What, that picture? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a Downton Abbey shot. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. What's the matter here? What happened? It's, uh, it's, it was during their uh, Christmas special. But, oh, okay. Uh, I'm sure there's a link there. Somewhere. The shot's not very Christmassy. I think that's, uh, I think that's Lily James on the right. Of course. And, uh, the mom on the left. Yeah, she's oh. played by Elizabeth McGovern. Right, Elizabeth McGovern. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Down there in the <laughs> West Virginia somewhere. Switchy. Switchblade Steve Ward. You don't watch Downtown Abbey, do you there, Switchy? Please I, I, I watch the uh, whole thing, including <sighs> the two feature films. Um, that's it. I'm going to give up. I'll just be, be a monk somewhere. <laughs> you know, Wamlin and I are, are, uh, are fans of uh, British uh, drama and comedy. Oh, that's, that's right. Funny. How did I forget it's that? Because we got we got a lot of culture, Mac. <laughs> so, oh. Culture. There Thank you. you. Thank you. Can you spell it? And it's fun to learn the language and the dialects too. Right. I mean, we got tons yeah. of culture. Okay. They're up there in uh, in the Greater Boston <laughs> area, I should say. I'm Security Chief Willie Club. Willie. Hey Mac. Hi all. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. Just... And uh, Juan, you know, I know what happened to you when you we couldn't hear you there. You fell down that stairway there. <laughs> Actually, I, I I went out the back door just for a second. Go ahead. We have a hedgehog that comes around. You know, oh, uh, they, they, a sonic They're going to be hibernating oh, real okay. soon. And it's been below freezing for a couple of days, but it went up to about thirty-five oh. today. Go ahead. What are you going to bring him in? And, and we feed the hedgehog with hedgehog food, and yeah. then when he comes and eats, sometimes he eats all of it, sometimes maybe half of it. Yes. Uh, about a handful of this uh, hedgehog mm-hmm. food. They make a good and stew, they, don't they? I was going to say, if he was yeah, over here, he'd be, dead, he'd be eaten by coyotes by now. No. Now, listen. <laughs> yeah. I have to um, introduce uh, our good friend Raven is up in Sideways in New York. Raven. Hi. Thanks for having me. Looked like a kabuki doll when we first uh, started the show, and then people were... Arguing you can't exactly. say that because it sounds like something else, and that's all I think of. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, hey. You look like a geisha type. I can't even think of that's what, what I mean to say. skin. What I'll did put I put it in the chat. Kabuki. Oh, wait. Oh, is that something else? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I meant geisha. Holy cow. Geisha. Anyway. It took him this long. Right, but I put it in the chat. Okay. Merry Christmas. All right. Dang. The lights have your complexion very, very pale. It looks you look like a China doll. China doll, that's what I meant. You know, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's, you're, not the drug. Yeah, no, you look very nice. Not the heroin, the real thing. Yeah. Well, okay, let's just always look a little bit dead. Also. <laughs> so pale. Hey, there's a there's a place for that. You well, know, you know why? Because we have a doctor in the house, Doctor Bob Gross, out there in Chicago. Good friend of ours joining us for our Christmas. Hello, show. Mac. Hello, everyone. Everything okay with you, Hi, Doctor? Bob. Hey, doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hanging in there for the holidays. <laughs> What's up, doc? We need a doctor. <laughs> yeah. And a security chief. How strange is that? Also joining us is super fan down there in North Carolina, Susan Coppola. 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 Okay. Yeah. No. What did I say before? Like the, like the director, right? Yes. Cow, C-O-W. Yes. Coppola. Coppola. That's Finnish. Is it? Yes, it's Finnish. Yes. Yes. Very nice. I did. We thought it was Italian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the studio with us you, is uh, uh, UFO mechanic Alvin Otto. He'll put if I don't introduce him. No, <laughs> I'll go I'll hide in the corner. Up there in uh, Edmonton, Canada, is our good friends Kim and Sarah. Okay, the show's almost over now because I've introduced everybody. So <laughs> one, thing we talk, uh, one thing I want to talk about, two things I want to talk about. First of all, Susan, you have sent us – you know, like um, video camera, uh, camera video and, and photographs of stuff happening behind your house. You have a horse farm down there, right? Yeah, so it's small, yep. um, and I'm trying to speak lower because I hate the way my voice sounds on the on the radio. Oh come on! <laughs> so, so great. Uh, listen to us. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Um, I sent you uh, a couple of weeks ago that video that I caught on, not excuse me, the audio I caught on the trail cam, mm-hmm. and you wrote back, "What the h was that yeah, sound?" Yeah, 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 yes. So, it, 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 still some strange stuff going on. I actually have a photo I was thinking of sending you. It's actually a short video. Um, there is a perfectly round circle in the back of my five-acre pasture, perfectly round, mm. that will not grow grass. Wow. Okay. Weird. Huh. Could it, it be a fairy ring, like fairy ring fungus? Um, nothing's growing in it. Hmm. You can just see it's perfectly round. So I know they um, don't. They call fairy rings where the mushrooms grow. Right. Yeah. And yeah. It's kind of a fungus. Yeah. 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 Huh. How big is it, Susan? Um, it's a diameter. Gosh. 12 feet across around yeah a lot bigger substantial it's it's pretty big so uh it's pretty spooky back there there two weeks ago we um we're walking around there was a dead cow in the back pasture so i of (laughs) course knock under the fence and walked over to it and i can't see why it died but it's dead back there Hmm. so it's pretty creepy, and uh, if you could hear the video, uh, the audio I sent Mac, there is a bizarro yeah, something. just sound that you're like, what is, it's like a mechanical, it's a disturbing noise that just was caught wow. on the trail cams. And, and where are you? Are you near an airport? No. Mm. 30 miles, 40 miles away. Oh, wow. Now, okay. forgive me, there is a small one, like a private one, Yep. but... It's not frequently used. And you also Has the circle always been there or could it appear no. recently? It's to me, it's appeared since I sent you those freaky oh okay. uh, forgive me, uh Steve. Um you were I didn't have the honor of being on the show when you were here. Um I had an incident where a trail cam caught a little like yes. elfish kind of Yeah, thing. that's that's what I remember. <laughs> yep. Looked, yes. Hmm. And since then I've noticed that circle is there and it's crazy. Yeah, Susan, can I add I, I think I figured out what it is. Go ahead. It's, I think it's your septic system. Oh <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No, my septic tank's right beside right. my house. No, oh, sir. The, the measurements seem to match. Uh, the well, septic. They maybe, tend to grow better in septic. Maybe it's someone. Yeah. Right? Maybe it's someone's septic system. Takes, takes <laughs> you don't know. Who. Yeah, oh. It's not. Well, so not. I got to ask: Is it a question of things won't grow there at all, or what was there has already died? Hmm. So it's just this. Um, so it's growing kind of like weeds. Yep. But it's all grass. And it's just this strange, I can't even describe what kind of a weed. It's not like a weed. It's mm. like a plant, but it's just huh. really strange. Well, you live in a strange it's part a of the world. It's a perfect circle. It is a perfect circle. That's the I weirdest part. Have, you, have you sat in the circle? <laughs> you, have you ever gone sat have and meditated? Yeah. Have you sat in the circle? From from the circle? No. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to take a compass over that. If you have a compass, take a tour. That's a good idea. idea. Thank you. Have you thought of that? She vanishes into some uh, time vortex. We're going to blame you. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Let somebody know I'm going well, to do that. Put the compass <laughs> on a long stick or, or get, uh, get someone that you know you don't like to do it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Tie it to your dog. It's like the town gossip. Get Kevin Sue to come over and say, darling, can you just uh, walk out that way until I tell you to stop? Stop. (laughs) Can I give you five bucks to take this, uh, you know, compass and walk that way? So, anyway. That is a really good idea. I'll give you a buck to do this. I bet that would go wild. You should have heard the previous story. So, so, and and then what happens? Anything weird happen up in Edmonton, Canada, to you guys? I mean, it seems like the further north you go, there's, do you see weirder stuff, or is it just weird all around? You know, that's a well. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that see a lot of things around this area for sure. I I was at the airport last night at three in the morning, and I was coming back home, and there was something like flashing in the sky, and I'm like. You know, like what? What is that sitting there in one spot, flashing? You know, like what? Like I never could identify it. I don't have a clue what it was. It was. It didn't seem to be an airplane. You know, Matt uh-huh. was like, "Well, what? What is sitting stationary, or at least moving right at me and flashing?" Yes. It didn't seem to have any real kind of lights that were attributable towards an aircraft. But again, like I, I lost it and I couldn't see it. So, but I mean, it's just strange that some of the things that we see that like we can't really identify. I want to know what what were you doing coming back from the airport at three a.m. Oh, <laughs> my, my really good friend just came back from Portugal. His uh, daughter's playing professional soccer there. Yes. So he showed up last night for Christmas wow. trying to hang out. He misses home. <laughs> you picked <laughs> him out at 3 a.m. in the morning. You are a good friend. Yeah. Eh? yeah. yeah Talk about a friend, you. eh? Was <laughs> she playing in the World Cup? No, but no. she's playing in, uh, oh, I wish I could tell you one, one of the name of the team over there. But yeah, it's a professional level. Is it really? Yeah. I don't. I'm not familiar enough with soccer to know the different yeah, types of levels. The teams. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't uh, don't play soccer in Iran because if you lose, they shoot you. Yeah, they kill you. That's a dumb Her name is Sierra Paskuski, and she is like a Wayne Gretzky on in soccer. I honestly, I was blown away. And he doesn't brag about her, but I I had to watch a video on her, and I'm like, what the heck? You don't. What? But here's yeah, the thing. She's a very, very good player. I was like blown oh. away. Here's some, oh, we could we could have used her on the England team. Let me ask. <laughs> let me just say something, okay? That was a, about that was about brutal. soccer. Wow. I, 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 I'm upset. So it's Argentina team. France uh, playing Morocco should be a good one. Yeah. I rate. Yeah. I rate soccer up there with cats. Am I? You know, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because. You know, you can't. They call it football here in the UK. No, 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 that's oh, right. it's such a it's not, huge. It's thing. not real football. We got like yeah. cats, you, uh, soccer, yes. walking to the coma. Yeah. Yes. All yes. Of, uh, no, <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for pointing what, that. What director do you hate? Yeah. Right. And uh, what's his oh, name? Oh yeah. Marantino. Good tip. There you go. See, they're all in there. Can I just start though about soccer? Okay. It, it's this. Is it, you can't. It, it's an American thing. I'm sorry. You you have to pick up the ball. You know what I mean? You have to touch the ball. You just have <laughs> to. With the kicking. And here's another thing, too. The, t- the, the game lasts two and a half freaking hours. And all they're doing <laughs> is kicking the ball back and forth. They don't just take the ball, run down the field, and kick it into that net that's the size of a drive-in movie screen. Now, come actually, on. Actually, the game <laughs> lasts 90 minutes. Yeah. Two 45-minute halves, and the clock never stops. And there's usually some extra and- time at the end about... Right, six uh, six to nine minutes sometimes of extra time at the end because of uh, substitutions and penalty things, but the the, the play clock never stops. But they so count down they, backwards, don't they? It's something, yeah. They it's all like back. it starts no, they, from no, two no, hours and then it goes. Or it the, starts the time at zero counts and, up to forty five minutes and then that's half time. And, and then it. Uh, and then, but it's, uh, it's opposite what we're another, used to. And then it goes it? from forty five to from four to to ninety, 
Yes. For the second half of the game. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? It sounds like it sounds it like scoring in tennis. It makes <laughs> as much sense. But here's the thing, and there's so much flopping going on in, the, in that game. Okay. <laughs> there is a lot of flopping. Lots of flopping, and it looks stupid. I mean, you know, who thinks you're going to get away with it? Because the refs just kind of laugh at you, really. So now, listen, Kim, Kim and Sarah, you're up in Canada. Are you soccer fans? Um, I used to play soccer in elementary oh, school, damn. but I think oh. that was the last time I oh, played okay. soccer. All right. Um, I mean, most people up here in Canada are hockey fans. Hockey but fans. Now that's big a time. real it's big time because we have so much immigration from other countries where soccer is popular. So yep. it is slowly changing. Yeah, yeah. Bull riding, just bull riding. Bull riding. Bull riding. Yeah. Coco and I share the big. same love of bull riding. Don't worry. Right. I was. Yeah. I went into Quebec years ago for uh, the winter carnival. Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we were walking around, and the liquor stores were selling. Like screech or whatever they call it, yeah, and that's and right. they were putting the empty bottles on a tree outside the liquor store, yes. and people were walking around the canes that you open the top and pour the booze in, you drink out of those. Oh. Yeah. So I'm walking around, you know, my wife, and one of the one of the uh, gentlemen who was Canadian who's walking around with no shirt on, and was oh, yeah. blue. I've never seen a human that color. <laughs> really, because it was that cold. <laughs> Right, like Green Bay and, fans, and he walked over to me and he's like, "You know, where are you from?" And I said, "Oh, you know, like an idiot." I said, "Boston," mm. and he went, "Bruins," and I went, "Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Don't even sucked. go there because I figured I'm going to get killed. You, yes. know? And, you know, I'm definitely in the wrong place for the what? Boston Bruins." But why do you think our Canadian friends want to hear this story? Because <laughs> then you went up there to get beat up. Well, <laughs> they're not—they're not in—they're not in Quebec okay, either because well, I think. There's a diff- oh, a man, pretty- you should have seen the fight we almost had here outside the Oiler game when Ovechkin was here last mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you, listen, oh, talk, yeah. talking about hockey fights, did you see the fight that was at, at Phoenix, Boston, visiting Phoenix? But you, Just Google it. You cannot I describe it. but I heard about it in it, news. Unbelievable. I mean, it's a real fist fight. I mean, they, uh, Yeah, and somebody lost part of a finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You hardly ever see that anymore. Oh, man. It, it took so long for the cops to get down there. These guys are, like, beating the heck out of each other, solidly hitting each other for was, about a minute. Was Mike Tyson on, on the ice? Oh, wow. <laughs> what would he be doing out there? I was saying he bites people's oh, ears off. <laughs> That's true. He's, He's on another diet. A finger would be nothing compared <laughs> after he got an ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, one thing I wanted to talk to, to Kim about is yeah. uh, something. Yes, go ahead. Susan, please. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's our, oh, I mean, um, there's so many beautiful women here tonight. I'm getting a mix. <laughs> oh. Thanks. Oh. Go ahead. Why are you drinking? You, you can totally finish your thought. I just wanted to make sure that we get to switch for his breakfast. Oh, God. Oh, who wants show. to hear me? The, now, listen. The Geisha girl wants to know. That's all. <laughs> do, we, do we have someone uh, Google Kabuki? No, no, no thank you. Okay. Right. Isn't that a mushroom? No. I put no, it in the not. chat. I'll tell you later. I put it in the chat. What, <laughs> I, what I, I thought what it, it was. I saw that. I don't have to <laughs> Google it. I'll tell you later. All right, listen. <laughs> don't look it up at work. Oh, we have to do. Or on your kid's computer. I get it. Listen. Doctor, fill us in. Why don't we do this real quick? Okay, because uh, we have another special guest in the waiting room. And he'll leave if we don't let him in. So why don't we take a no. very quick break. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Stuff Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network, our Christmas show. We'll be right back after this. We've all heard of Area 51, the U.S. government's top secret base in the Nevada desert. But have you ever heard of Area 52 or 53 or 54? 54? 54. How about Tonopah Test Range or the Navy's secret base inside the Bermuda Triangle? Find out about them and more in Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. 
Did Richard Nixon show Jackie Gleason a crashed alien spaceship near the swamps of Florida? Is it true that more UFOs are seen over a small Scottish village than anywhere else in the world? And is there a secret place in Russia that some people think is heaven on earth? In Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, you'll visit more than a dozen top secret places around the globe. The haunted forests of New Jersey. A valley in Colorado where shadows come alive and humans can fly without wings. And where's the only secret base in America that's not been visited by UFOs? You've heard Mac talk all about these places on his radio show. Now you can read all about them yourself. That's Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Now on sale at Amazon. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Motor Tracks on Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. This is a Christmas show. A lot of people who have good friends of ours joining us. First of all, girls, very famous one one is here. Hello, girls. Welcome back to the Christmas show. It's been fun. Switchy is here. Great to be here, Mac. Club is here. We're going to get yeah, back to him. Certainly very great to be here this time of the year, particularly. Our uh, good friend, uh, the Good Witch Raven is up there, and it's always not Raven. Hello. Thanks for having me. Looking kind of Japanese tonight. Can we use yeah. that word? No? Yes? <laughs> Traditional. Traditional Japanese. Okay. I would have said Korean, but okay. close enough. I haven't even introduced him yet. In the studio with us is uh, Uncle Al, the kitty's pal. I'm Mac. Hello, everyone. <laughs> okay. Also, our good friend out there in Chicago, Dr. Bob Gross. How you doing, Bob? Great. Hello, Christmas people. We're trying to get as many people on the show as possible tonight. Down there in North Carolina, I'm going to have Al introduce Susan. Um, Coppola. Coppola. Yes. Oh, don't worry. Okay. Susan Mark. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Super fan. Thank you for joining us. Also, for me. our good friends up there in Edmonton, Canada, Sarah and Kim. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everyone. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having us on. Can pick up his, he picked up his friend at the airport at 3 a.m. this morning. Is he, is he tired? Does he look tired? Are you tired? <laughs> he looks at the top of the I'm feeling kind of like right. second wind. Yeah, okay. I second wind this afternoon. I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know what's going on here. I'm mm -hmm. energized. Excited to be on the show. That's all. Yeah, I, absolutely. Go. I get it all the time. <laughs> 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 all right, here we go. And also joining the us. Second wind or passing wind? Man. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. He doesn't say anything for a half hour. And, helps. Wow. <laughs> Uh, also joining us, uh, rounding up the 13 trolls of the family, is uh, Agent X, uh, somewhere in New Hampshire. Agent X. Are we going to clap for him? Oh, we yeah. better. Yeah, let's give him a clap. Yeah. He could do stuff for us. Well, thank you. And you know, from reading Tolkien, 13 was an unlucky number. Really? So you never had 13. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what, uh, Tolkien, who, who wrote the, um, what did he write? Fellowship of the Ring, those things? Hobbit. The Lord of the yes. Boring. Come on. I, oh, I, you can't wow. get more than 20 pages into that. I see Dr. Bob, not his head, right? Terrible, right, Dr. Bob? <laughs> Terrible, right? Wow. 
Yeah, we can fall asleep sometimes when you, you start it. You, you ain't kidding. Anyway. Did you guys ever yeah. read the satire? Uh, Board of the Rings? Board of the Rings. Board of the Rings. Oh, my God. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> hey, listen, you know. Yeah. At least the franchise made no money, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just a, You know, there, there was serious talk about having the Beatles star in Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. The three oh. Beatles were going to be the three. And and Ringo was going to be the uh, you know the little guy whatever, they almost did it. And they Colin. almost had uh, Stanley Kubrick direct. Them, oh, even even better if you can imagine oh. that. Yeah, but they wow. yeah they turned it down because I think they had um, traveling conflicts or whatever. Anyway, okay. So uh, yeah, okay. So hey, listen, Agent X. See if you remember this. Okay, do you remember I told the story about the Christmas that we sold Christmas trees down at the corner of Galvin Boulevard oh. and Hallett Street? Do you remember that? I remember the experience. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. Well, How we? I, I I thought it was my cousin Eddie and I, but maybe it was you. <laughs> <laughs> and this I have him on for this. Wow. Okay, Eddie. Okay. Do you want to get Eddie on? We got ten minutes. Can you call him? And did you or did you not get arrested? Oh. We didn't get arrested. No, no. But do, do you uh, no, we, it, arrested is the wrong word. That that may be what they say in Detained. old blighty one one. <laughs> I think they Sorry. say it over oh, here too. Wow. In America. But do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Spread them. One more time. Do you remember <laughs> that uh, Frankie McGrady's father? You know, gave me a buck instead of like. 20 bucks or something, and we had a fist fight, and we were rolling around in the mud and the God. pine needles. You don't remember that? <laughs> yeah, like, his, his, yes, his, his mind's yeah, like Swiss the, cheese. Yeah. He can't. <laughs> Might have to cut this year? segment out, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll have nothing left. Of <laughs> commercials. Is copious amounts of like, rum and eggnog involved in this? Wow. <laughs> wow. The first time mm, I get drunk. Yum. and yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Wow. That's my horrible Christmas like story. But he was bigger than you. We were kids. Well, yeah, no. So, yeah. Remember, we got drunk with the guy who drove the, the Irish guy. Here's the whole story. Remember, he, he had too many Christmas trees, so he got a dump truck. But the, he hired a dump truck, but the guy's right off the boat from Ireland. So, of course, he you know gets two six-packs of Guinness and gets the four of us, so the three of us drunk. We're like 13, 14 years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then after we do all this work for this guy, he gives me a dollar. He gives me a buck. He gave, you know what? He gave uh, X like 10 bucks because X is in a kiss in his ass all the time, right? That you remember? <laughs> <laughs> remember that part? Wait, wait, wait. X, is that true? No. Or was that your cousin? It, it, because I'm a good worker and oh, I'm a good looking young fella. Let's see. And oh, I God. wasn't. Just screwing around all yep. the time. Okay, right. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Words. I believe yes. I that believe sounds yes. right, X. In other words, yeah, he got five bucks or ten bucks, and we got like a buck so each. So how okay, how ahead, old approximately was was this this guy that owned the Christmas trees? He's, 20s, we, I bet. No, we went. No, we went to school with his son. Okay, so he was probably in his thirties, maybe thirties. Yeah, kind, yeah. kind of a okay. pudgy guy. Yeah. So he fought like fourteen-year-olds. That says a lot about him as a person, well, yes. like fighting like a, you're a child. Yes. <laughs> when he did that thing with my ears. I mean, I haven't seen that since like yeah. Mickey Rooney movies. I mean, I've, my ears. I've, I've got a similar Christmas tree story. Go ahead, please. Like to hear it. Dr. Bob, go. Yeah. It's, it's a little worse than one you're telling. Oh, that's great. But, uh, please. How could it possibly be? You might have to cut this out. 
<laughs> Don't worry, we're cutting the whole show out. We're going to play Christmas. We might have to sing at the end. We're going to use last year's Christmas yeah, show. There you go. Right. Okay. Go ahead, please. Talk about a Christmas. I was probably in my late teens, and it was a Christmas after my my father had passed away, so we didn't have a lot of money for Christmas trees. And I was living in the Pittsburgh area back then, yes. right outside of Pittsburgh. Yes. And I have a, a twin brother and a cousin. And myself, we were. My mother gave us five dollars to buy a Christmas tree. So we uh, went out to this. There was a Christmas tree farm. I won't use the name of the farm, but it was a well-known Christmas tree farm. Yes. And we went out there during the daytime, and we drove my parents' car out, which was a 1965 Chevy Impala. Nice. So nice. we went out, and we asked. <laughs> we asked for uh, how much was the the cheapest tree that they had. And the cheapest tree was like twenty dollars. Oh. You know, so we didn't have the money to buy any any kind of a tree. So we went looking around and we, we were really disappointed and really sad and rejected that we couldn't buy a Christmas tree. So when we went there, we found that the farm had this one Christmas tree that was like the tree that was like the sign for the farm. It was like a beautiful tree. <laughs> we asked the man how much for that tree, just joking, you know. And he said, oh, I'd never sell that. We've had that from the very beginning. We trim it every year, you know, to make it look like a Christmas tree. So that night, <laughs> when I took all the, the lights Eve. out of, you know, how the, when you open the door and the light goes on. Yes. We took those, unscrewed all those lights in the car. And we got one of those saws. <laughs> wow, real masterminds. Go ahead. A couple of girls with us. Oh, our girls, we too. We drove around. We went back out to the Christmas tree farm. Yes. And in case anybody, we got caught, I just pretend we were like parking out there with the girls. You Good know? thinking. Don't but uh, I was driving and I drove around and my brother and my cousin would roll out like, like they were in an airplane in some kind of maneuver. Yeah, yeah. And they would roll out, drop them off right in front of where that tree was, the perfect tree. And I drove around, they cut it down, and wow. uh, I kept moving. We had wow. taken the light out of the trunk light as well. <laughs> left the, I left the light up, and they, as I was driving slowly, they put the tree in the back, and yes. we took off. Yeah, it's did you ever get caught? Christmas. The beginning of a great career. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever get caught? Mother, Spirit stealing, yes. My mother looked at the tree, and she said, is this the best you could find? Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. Looking for holes in it, and so <laughs> The incredible Christmas cable. Oh, yeah, really. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Sounds like a oh. peanuts movie with juvenile delinquent. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, huh? Ernest. So listen, speaking of juvenile Honestly. delinquents, I just um, remembered that we were reminded earlier that we never asked Switch what he had for breakfast. Okay, so now he thought he was going to get away with it, but no. So Switch, this is the skew of the show. Everyone wants to know, other than getting Raven's request of Raven's pictures. This is what I do all day, Al. That's why I'm not over helping you with your owl house. Oh, okay. I, I understand now. Anyway, so uh, Switch, um, first of all, where did you eat today? In your house or did you go out? I'm going to say you went out. I went out. All right. All right. One for, one for Max. Okay. Did you go across the river to the Dale Evans there, whatever it is? No. no, no. Bob Evans. <laughs> Roy Rogers. <laughs> no, no. I went, I went 10 miles Damn. east. Ooh. Through the hills and the hollers. Wow. <laughs> you made it the back? hills are alive? Is this? Yeah. Alive they they may be, but I just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you ate raccoon? No. Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh. Go ahead, please. Switch. Ignore him. 
Would you like me to continue, or did yes. you want to no, uh, interrogating me? Go ahead. <laughs> so you went ten miles up into the hoot and the hollers, and you made it back alive. No, no, it, so. East to a little little unincorporated community called Leetart, West Virginia, and on the corner of Sand Hill Road and Sixty Two, is the Country Corner Cafe. Okay. Uh, great food, great prices. I had their Western omelet today. Mm-hmm. The best oh, Western omelet I have oh, ever man. had really? in yeah. my entire life. Okay. I've had there many good Western omelets. I love Western omelets. Amazing. Omelet. And the price, you get you can get a half or a full. <laughs> I got a full with the intent of bringing half home. Go ahead. It didn't happen. I just kept eating it. You ate the whole thing, huh? <laughs> All right. Switching. And more cups of coffee. Cool. It was just absolutely, absolute heaven. And I took with me, I always take a book. I was reading Jacques Vallée's Forbidden Science, Volume 4, which really? is absolutely fascinating. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, great food, great book, nice and quiet, out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Oh, yes. that's my type of joint. Ideally. Wow. Yeah, that sounds nice. So, yeah. so in the Western Armour, what do they put a lot of, like, uh, onions and peppers and stuff in there, right? Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. Good stuff, meat. Uh, oh, really? Then okay. peppers, onions. Yeah. Uncle Al, I'm going to say about four thousand calories. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a. Oh, definitely. I'm sure it's an artery clogger. Yeah. <laughs> so, at what point does it become quiche? The, 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 the extra morning yes. outside. <laughs> the next morning. Yeah. Wow. Huh. It's a heart attack and Maybe. a plate. That's all. With <laughs> <laughs> some coffee. First time there. <laughs> What's that? Was it that? Was that your first time there? No, no, I've been there a few times. Oh, I, I, I usually you. have the corner skillet, which is also delicious. Oh. And uh, mm. but uh, okay. good stuff. Wow. Mm. Okay. Switch That's on a franchise. That's just like uh, one. Yeah, just a little, family. little, uh, little great diner in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Okay, oh. we're coming. We're gonna meet That's you there, Steve. Great. No, my breakfast food. I did find <laughs> yeah. a uh, place up here in New England that has um, biscuits, biscuits and gravy. Mm. There's a place up oh, yeah. there. Well, you've had it before. I'm looking. No, at I. Hungry. I I've always My wife gets it. it, but I, I look at it and like the cat does in the box. You know, I'm like, I don't think so. Right? Wow. Okay, you know? so it's not just meat. You know, I mean, <laughs> I seriously, I want to bury it. I mean, I, want... I, don't, I don't eat meat anyways, Go but ahead. like I look at that and I'm like, that's especially not appetizing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it depends on the consistency of the gravy. Oh, and, no, it's uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so where did you go? Where did, oh, where did you get? Stuff. I don't know. No, uh, uh, up oh, near the... Listen to Lord Fontevoy now. We haven't come yet. I mean... You guys have that country gravy, they call it, right? Yeah, it's, uh, got, it's, it's a, a white, it. uh, like, yeah, nasty-looking yeah. thing. It's got so sausage, sausage in it. Where, where is this happening? Up, up there, yeah. uh, Northampton. There's a little airport there, up on Route One A. Oh goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. There's a cafe across from the airport. The okay. Air, airport cafe has it. Yeah. Okay. The only reason I know that airport is because they sell non-ethanol gasoline. Oh. Okay. So if you're gonna like for snowblowers, lawnmowers, or you know things you don't drive all year round, isn't that illegal? Right. No, no, no. It's yes. it's. Uh, but you, the thing is, you it's like. It's not cheap. It's like double the price oh, of regular okay. gas. Right. But you go up. I've I've been told. Go ahead. And then we're going. You go up, and they have the the gas pump. You shove your credit card in it, and then you know you, you pump out five gallons of it in a can. You have a heart attack when you see the bill. Oh yeah, really? You know, yeah. but it's it's really good gasoline. But again, it's it's great for winterizing things that mm-hmm. you know you're gonna you're not gonna drive for six months. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't so have much ethanol in Canada. Yeah, you're lucky. You didn't ask me about the tip. Yeah, oh, oh, the tip. Well, how, well we're going to oh. say it costs you two bucks for the meal. How much do you leave for a tip? Well, the meal, actually, with this, this huge, huge omelet yes. and coffee, uh, it was only about uh, eight or nine bucks. Okay. Wow. Now, they, don't, they don't take credit cards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or, wow. or local checks. So I just gave her 15 bucks. <gasps> Wait a minute. Nice. nice. Okay. Good for you. Nicely done. How much is that? Someone do the math for me. How much? Eight. 
Somebody else had to do the math. That's too. That's beyond me. See, I go to breakfast with my wife just about every morning, but it's... We'll split something, you know. We'll, you know, it's not like we go including the bill. Yeah. Well, no, I end, up, I end up eating that, but um, you know, we go into like uh, we go into Angie's in downtown Newburyport, yes. and nice you can get place. a the early bird special for seven fifty. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I got to yeah. pay three bucks for another coffee for her, <laughs> you know. And we split it. Wow. We split the the actual meal, and yeah. um, that works great, you know. Yes. And then so one day she went and she said, well, "I want oatmeal today." And I said, okay, well, if you're going to have oatmeal, I'm just going to get a bagel with cream cheese. It cost me almost 20 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, what, 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 where did that come from? They well, go, well, the bagel and your extra coffee. Welcome to Newbie Point. Right. And then, uh, yeah, you know, the cream cheese yeah. is two bucks for every yeah, little yeah. container, and she brings me two. So yep. this morning we went up there, and Sue said, well, you know, I want, I want to get oatmeal. Well, they gave her, she said, I want a cup of oatmeal. They brought her a bowl of it that was so big, she had to scoop half of it out. And put it on a plate so she could actually put milk and stuff wow. in the, the oatmeal and eat it. So instead of just getting the bagel, which was going to cost me a fortune, I said, give me the early bird for seven bucks. That includes the coffee. Yes. So it ended up costing me the same yes. for two eggs and uh, bacon you know, and all that and a coffee than it did for a bagel and cream cheese. So I was like... Wow! Yeah. Did you did you see a UFO? Was there a UFO? (laughs) I'm starving, right? But I don't think I'm going to go to this place. My neighbor was kidnapped by the French. Really? Kid? What do you mean? The FLQ back in the day, Mac. You probably remember the FLQ. We had the FLQ back in the '60s, and we had like war measures, and they took down a couple of uh, kidnapped a couple of the British guy Cross and. Um, the politician. Yeah, there was another politician. Oh. No kidding. Kidnapped. Yeah, I kind of so, don't remember yeah, that. French yeah. liberation, and it was kind of a crazy time. Wait, in Canada, wait, wait, but wait, my wait, neighbor wait. got kidnapped by his dad, who was part of it. It was like, wow. Hey, listen, let me. I have to stop you, Kim, for a second. What is that in the background? What do I see in the background there? Oh, it's our, and now that yeah. freaking oh, cat. cat. Well, see, there you go. See, Max sought the cat out. Wow. He really finds them, doesn't he? (laughs) No, they find me. Yeah, he wants to eventually be a cat owner. No, no, no. I could help him with that. No, no, no. no. If you look down here, there's Vincent. Oh, there we go. Now the cat family. Time to wrap this up. See, Mac lives across the street from me, and I've got four cats. Yes. And I tell him, anytime you want to come over, and I, sit down. Yeah. With the, my cats are the friendliest. Them. Yes, they are. They really are. They're, they're Norwegian forest cats. They are the most they're pleasant, wow. sweethearts. Because they, they're, they're always they're eating. Cute. They're always eating the marijuana that you. Uh, <laughs> well, they do the that too. There, man, they're high but all the time. One of their friends. I mean, my veterinarian loves these guys because they don't bite. They don't scratch. They're very teasing. But they're big. Yeah, they're big cats. Go ahead. And um, yeah. we bought them from a lady down in. Uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Had she, she seen a UFO anywhere <laughs> through this? <laughs> like, she, no, she, she had a lot of cats. <laughs> she had a lot of cats. <laughs> but see, Max is not a cat person. I'm not a cat person. And, and probably 90% of the people here tonight are. Yeah, so. that's, that's the problem. Yeah. Right. Now we find people are funny. Anyway. All the cats siblings. No, no, no. Look at Sue. Look at Sue. There you go. What's that? Is that a cow? What is that? I had dogs until I met her. Well, yeah. I've I've had plenty of dogs. I've had Great Danes. Great Dane cured me of dogs forever. Now, listen, that's a good name for a book, Kim. You know, I had dogs until I met her, right? That's (laughs) a (laughs) much (laughs) 
I have to listen. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, uh, it's like that movie, Adam You've Got with... Mail, but yes. instead of like, you know, your yeah. mom's little shop closing down, you have to get rid of your dogs because you're a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It sounds like I'm a psychopath. I had dogs until I met her. Well put. Listen, we have to start wrapping it up. It's, it's time for the train. Crashing into the that's it. I'm going to take. That is the cutest picture switch. I love that one. Oh my god. Rosie and Teal. I'm going to recall your Christmas card switch. Which one is which? Oh wow. Let's see. He can't tell. The one with the fleas. One on the left. My left, anyway, is Rosie. And the one on the right is Keel. The bigger one is Keel. Wow. Yeah, Very wonderful. nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, switching. Uh, anyway, uh, Dr. Bob, you don't have any cats or a fish or anything, do you? I'm going to guess. You're a musician. No, but I do have a kabuki theater next door. See, there you go. Bada boom. Bitch. We're there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Bob. And Dr. Bob and I are going to be doing something special next year uh, talking about, Ooh. how should we say it? Um Fraudulent UFO researchers and authors. How's oh. that? Oh, yeah. That sounds Ooh. good. That's, a good that's topic. There's a lot right, of them around. Expose. Oh, that's yes. great. Yeah. I'm into it. There you go. We've already, oh, we're we're already played a lot of the Harry and Meghan thing that's being played on Netflix. There you go. Yeah, but that's another, that's <laughs> oh, another show. Please. I think his name's Dodie. Yeah, here's the thing. Oh. What they should have done, the Harry and the Meghan, okay? Cause I they, can't watch that shit. Just don't. Why, why are you doing it? You know what I mean? Why are you doing it? it, it they need yeah. the money. Desperate. Do they need I mean, money? Yeah, the they episode. need the money. They're yeah. shut off yeah. from the... Yeah, they, I think Continuum. they have. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. The more you talk about it, all the listenership is going down. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> find the X. <laughs> X with some diehard fans. Dr. Yeah. Bob, thanks the for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Have a good holiday. Well, thank you. And okay. happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining happy us. Holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Dr. Bob. Nice meeting you, Doc. Take care. Thank you. Uh, well, but, but hang around. But Merry hang around. Christmas, yeah, don't go anywhere. Thank all of you. Susan, Thank you. Susan, thanks for joining us. You down there in that really kind of creepy place that you live near. Not creepy looking, but kind of odd things happen, right? <laughs> it you is creepy, and there is something special in your P.O. box when you get a chance to go there. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. is, it, is it breathing or ticking? If so, club has to. Might be meowing. <laughs> no, it might be. No, yeah, but not but be meowing. Right? <laughs> and, uh, you'll have to let me know how you feel about one of them. I was a little on the fence about sending it to you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe club should look at it. <laughs> thank you, Susan. We appreciate it. Kim and Sarah, thank you for joining us. We'd love having you on, as with everybody. And we'll be talking talking to you next next month which is next year right yeah, yeah happy right. new year you guys okay yeah. thank you happy new year to you too thank you everybody be safe yes thanks yeah, for yeah. having yeah. us on merry christmas everyone you bet merry christmas. christmas x x x turn on your lights up or something so i'll get a hairpiece look at the top of his head man doesn't you just shine off of that well, I'm, i think i got the same problem really? yeah. like uh -oh. leave i learned something from him the last time we were at cobra's Go ahead, militia party. militia party. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he told me that the universal donor for blood is oh, not yeah. O positive. Oh, what is it? What is it? Like it's O negative. Yeah, what is it? Isn't it? Yeah. He's he's been telling me since he was a kid. He has special he has, blood. He has superhuman blood. Right. Well, he he's O negative. 
Oh, is that what I'm guessing? Yeah, okay. Because I'm O positive, which I always heard was the universal donor, and he corrected me, and I was kind of surprised, and I looked it up, and he was right. I'll be damned, he's right. Wow, we we went into a bar the other day, and he orders a beer, and the and the bartender says, "I call this the official beer of poor people." Right, right. <laughs> was it yeah, even that beer? Like a PBR? No, no. It was some. Um, what was it? Schaefer or something? What did you? What were you oh, drinking the other day? Let let me rephrase what right. I have to say. <laughs> Two-hour show. Go ahead. It, it, it's called Bud Select, and it is almost, but not quite, alcohol-free. No carbs, no calories, and that's why I maintain a perfect. Yeah. Uh, All right, figure. so a dollar a glass. Mm, he drinks okay. that that's just because he's yeah. concerned yeah. about his yeah. physical condition. Or, or, right. or you can just be fat. Well, he's like me. I, you know, he, he's be a, you, know, yeah. you can start. I wouldn't you know, throw stones. Not age there, gracefully, right. like I don't. Anyway, X, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks um, for having me. I appreciate it. I like seeing all my old buds too. Oh yeah, yeah. we love seeing you, X. X, I miss you guys. I really do. I miss you guys too. Oh, Club, oh, you guys. Yeah, for sure. Club. Did I introduce you to the last round? Uh, crickets. Oh, wow. We got crickets here. <laughs> I might have crickets on here. We got crickets. I knew I'd use that button someday. Wow. Okay, Club. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Club. You can have a. Are you staying in town for Christmas here, or are you jetting off somewhere? Uh, you never know. Mm -hmm. Depends on the weather. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, go, uh, I don't know who, Pats. We take a pick. Pats, Celtics, not the Red Sox. Go all of them. Go Santa. Bruins. Go Santa. All right. <laughs> Wait for Santa. Talk about putting a bow on it. Thank you, Club. We appreciate it. Go Bruins. Switchy. Yeah. Switchy. Bruins are the best NHL team. Celtics are the best um, NBA team right now. Switchy, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Switchy, thank you for joining us. Where are you going to, where are you going to breakfast tomorrow? Are you going to make it for yourself? <laughs> it, it could happen. It might be an, an easy one. Really? You know, a cup yeah. of coffee and an energy bar or something like that. Really? You're still buying them, huh? Okay. You know. When are we going to start I, singing? I, I'm a busy man. i got a lot of things to do. You know, I can't always <laughs> take up uh, hours of my day going out to eat food. When's the singing it's start? A six pack of Entenmann's Donuts and be good with there it. There you go. Right. That would be a good idea. Healthy as hell. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh, thank you, Al, for joining us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Raven. Thank you. It's that part of the show we have to say goodnight to you. And uh, also to your father, who was there earlier, who just really, really sucked the energy out of him, as he always does. Yeah. So know, good at doing that. He really knows how to right. just drain the life right. out of people. And he had a freaking cat so with him, too. So. The this cat. was so right. fun. <laughs> thank you for joining us. One, one, as always. Thank you for joining us. We've hey, been... you're welcome. Okay, we'll see you soon. The trains are on what, strike, what, so I can't take that train to what, Ireland. What time tonight. is it in England? Uh, it's uh, five of, hours ahead. Five, whatever time. Oh, two o'clock. Five, five hours of Eastern time. Yeah, how more Wow. So anyway, so I want to thank everyone out there for listening to us. And real quick, the plug is uh, for Homes for Our Troop. Um, we had a uh, World War II trivia contest with them last week, and we urge people to you know send in a donation. Phil uh, Orbanes won the trivia contest, and he donated his hundred dollars to Homes for Our Troops. And uh, we're just asking a lot of people to, you know, send them a donation sometime during this, um, you know, Christmas season. They're an organization that builds houses for uh, veterans that were uh, hurt in combat after after 9/11, and they may need uh, special adaptations to the houses. Like they might have to, um, they might have to have lower counter space or not a lot of stairs, things like that. And they build these houses. 
uh, to the situation that they have. And then once they're through, they rip up the mortgage, they give them the keys, they actually buy them the house, and they do not have to worry every month about paying the mortgage. And they can go out and, you know, live as close to a normal life as they can after, um, you know, giving a lot for us, okay? So uh, Homes for Our Troops, 88 cents of your dollar. Uh, goes to our actual uh, veterans and uh, building their homes. Please Google them and donate over this, uh, you know, Christmas uh, season. And that's it for the plugs there, kids. Um, we are going to start the um, bag of swag in January. We actually ran out of bag of swag stuff in November, two months early, and it's hard to get those bar coasters. But we're going to try it again in January, so it keeps cards and letters coming in. And I think that's it, Juan Juan. Can you think of anything else? No, I can't. Uh no. Okay. All right. Go go feed the go feed the hedgehog. The and, hedgehog uh, ate something and uh, left a little bit, and I'm going to leave it out. A little, you know, they, they're nocturnal animals. So, okay, uh, yeah. and you named him? Oh, please. Yes, Winston. Oh, Winston. oh, oh that's no! So cute. Damn. <laughs> what happened? Was, I, Sonic I the Hedgehog. I met him something. in the morning one time because he Winston. I put food in a trap that was trying to trap a. A mouse that's up there, actually a big mouse called a rat. Mm. In England, <laughs> go I, ahead. Feed, I feed the birds too much, so I try. And who's yeah. in there in the morning is the is Winston the Hedgehog. Winston. So, okay. I said, well, I can't use that trap anymore because he'll go in it. How long did it take you to think of that name there? <laughs> anyway, so, I want to say Winston tastes good like a hedgehog should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. You know, you should be playing the Caddyshack song when he comes up. You know, there you go. <laughs> little dance and stuff. Yeah, that'd be great. Also, a gopher, but terrible movie. Terrible movie. Right. All right, so listen. Just want to say <laughs> yeah. to everybody, thank you so for well joining. Well done, Raven. Thank you for joining. Oh, the singing starting. Thank you for joining us. Hang on. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it for listening to us this year and uh, hopefully uh, next year too. And until you hear us again, this is Mac for the entire gang. Because a lot of them here tonight. Be safe, be happy, and bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead, club. Start us off. <laughs> which, which one would you like? <laughs> well, well, whatever's handy. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Oh, all okay. the way. Call oh, what fun! I'll stop and yell. We're on our way. Jingle bells. All the way. All the way. Oh, what fun!